Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. All right. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer, a global movement, churches, houses of prayer, prophecy rooms, healing rooms. Today, I want everybody to stay keenly focused as we try a new thing. So press in with me and focus on God. Don't focus on pictures. Don't focus on no pictures. Don't focus on technology. Don't focus on the dog barking. Don't focus on the child tugging at your at your uh, shirt. Just get them their Cheerios and let's press in today because we're going somewhere. Come on, somebody say, we're going somewhere. Hallelujah. Listen, we have a church in South Florida, House of Prayer. We're all here in South Florida. If you're in the region, come visit Awakening House of Prayer, 1047 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. are our service times. 1047 a.m., you can watch that one online at ahop.online. The second service is not streamed publicly, but you can come on over anytime you want. We have lots of equipping opportunities. We're having a prayer rally just in a couple of weeks, and you should check all that out at jenniferleclair.org slash events. I'm the founder of the Awakening Prayer Hubs movement, which is an offshoot of Awakening House of Prayer. There are M-I-N-I mini houses of prayer uh, held over phones, over uh, homes inside uh, churches and marketplaces. And God is good to gather prayer leaders from all over the world under the banner of Awakening Prayer Hubs. We're seeing revival, pressing for revival until we see revival in the nations. If you're an intercessory prayer leader, I want to raise you up awakeningprayerhubs.com. Join that movement. Check out Ignite, ignitenow.org, ignitenow.org. That is our prophetic family, our prophetic tribe, our online prophetic nest. You're looking for those of like precious faith and the prophetic that you can connect with, learn, grow together, interpret dreams, get prayer support. That's Ignite Network, ignitenow.org. Now, I'm ready. If you're ready, say, I'm ready. I want to see lots of shares, lots of comments, lots of feedback, because we're going for it this morning, doing a whole new thing, and you are part of it. Today's devotion is from Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory, and today's devotion is titled, Break the Cycle. Somebody say, Break the Cycle. Somebody say, break the cycle, break the cycle, break the cycle, break the cycle. Come on, just let that roll from your lips. Break the cycle. Some of you today need to break the cycle. You need to be able to see the cycle so you can break the cycle. Jesus, would you help us today to break the cycle? Would you help us today to see the cycle? Would you help us today to understand there are cycles? Oh, Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Today's devotion reads, here's what I heard the Lord say. It's time to break the cycle, and it's time to bust out of that circle. I've not called you to live in a box, says the Lord. I've called you to walk. I've not called you to walk in a circle. I've not called you to stand still. I've called you to advance. Stop overthinking it, says the Lord. Look to me and listen to my voice, because my voice is the only true one. My, my, my. There are many voices in the spirit world, but mine is the only one that speaks with love. Mine is the only one that speaks with peace. Mine is the only one that speaks with joy, unspeakable and full of glory. My, my, my. My voice is the only one you can trust, says the spirit of the living God. 
Jesus, 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 Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Today's scripture references are John 10, 27, Isaiah chapter 30, verse 21, and John 6, 33. Now the prayer starter and the decree. Father, lead me into your cycles, cycles of everlasting, increasing love, holiness, joy, and peace. Help me tune my ear to your trustworthy voice. I decree every demonic cycle manifesting in my life is broken in the spirit and the natural. I declare I am a God's rhythm and timing in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Father, we thank you today that you are a God of cycles, a God of divine cycles. Oh, Jesus, you are the God of the Kairos time. You Our times are in your hands. God, we want to walk in your cycles because your cycles take us higher and higher and higher. So we praise you in advance. We praise you this morning. We cry out to you, the one true living God, the holy God of Israel, the one who lifts up our head, the one who loves our soul. We cry out to you, God, because you are impeccable. You are immutable. You are Emmanuel, God with us. And we love you, Lord. Lord. We love you because you first loved us and we give you praise. We honor you. We honor you with our lips. We honor you with our hearts. We honor you with the first fruits of our sustenance. We honor you by putting you first in every area of our life. We honor you. We come on. We honor you, God, because you are worthy of our honor. We honor you, God, because you have earned it. Just because of who you are, your goodness, your grace, there's nobody like you. You deserve it. Come on. You deserve it. You deserve our honor. You deserve our praise. You deserve our allegiance. You deserve it. There's no one who deserves it but you. So we give it all to you, God. We give you our hearts. We give you our minds. We give you our emotions. We give it up. Somebody needs to give it up today. I don't know who I'm talking to, but somebody needs to give it up today. Somebody needs to give it up to God. Somebody somebody needs to give up those cares. And somebody needs to give up those burdens. Somebody needs to give some things up so we can go higher. I said somebody needs to give up some things, needs to let some things go so we can go higher. God says to lay aside the weight the weight, the weight, the weight, the weight, the weight that helps us, uh, that, that prevents us rather from running our race, Jesus. I just see some of you right now, you've got those ankle weights around your legs. You've got some weights around your arms. That's why it's hard to run. That's why it's hard to praise God. That's why it's hard to keep on running. You run out of breath. Your endurance is lacking because there's some weights around your legs. There's some weights around your arms. There's some weights around around your neck. And if you want to know the truth, they're not even weights, they're yokes. The enemy is holding some of you back with some yokes, some yokes from decades past, some yokes from yesterday, some yokes called the worry of tomorrow. There are yokes and they're, they, they, they manifest as weights. And that's why you're out of breath. That's why you can't seem to keep running. That's why you have no endurance. That's why you can't keep standing. That's why you just want to hide under your cover. Some of you, I'm telling you the truth. If you would just praise God right now, if you would just give him the honor that is due his name, if if you would just begin to shake yourself loose, you would come out of this hour-long session 
with a new vista. You would come out of this hour-long prayer with a new lease on life. You would see things differently. You would understand things differently because you would see through the eyes of God instead of the eyes of the enemy. Oh, Jesus, would you come today and help us, Lord, to make that shift that we need to make. We don't want to come into this week like we came into last week. We want to go higher. We don't want that cycle to keep repeating itself in our lives. We want to go higher. We don't want the generational curses to keep on uh, uh, magnifying themselves in our presence. We want to go higher. Jesus, Jesus, we praise you. So let's try this again. We praise you now that you see what your problem is. We praise you now that you understand what you need to do. We praise you now that you've gotten the big picture. We praise you. Come on and praise him with me. We're trying to break through something today. It's a corporate breakthrough. I said, it's a corporate breakthrough. I said, it's not just a breakthrough for me and it's not just a breakthrough for you. It's a corporate breakthrough. It's a breakthrough for everybody on this broadcast who needs a breakthrough. Oh, Jesus. And even for those who don't think they need a breakthrough. For some of you, you're walking in a breakthrough, but you're going to need another breakthrough and you can break through for the future with your praise right now. I said, you can break through for your future with your praise right now. You don't have to wait until you're in the middle of a trial to give him your praise, your breakthrough praise. You can praise him in advance. You can pave your road with praise. You can pave your road with praise. I said, you can pave your road with praise, letting praise go before you. Judah goes first. I said, letting praise go before you. Judah goes first. Letting thanksgiving go before you. Letting gratitude go before you. Let praise go before you. Let your worship go before you so that when you enter into the next season, you've already broken through. Jesus, I wish somebody could understand this concept this morning because if you could get it, if you could hear it, if you could see it, you would do it. Your faith would rise and you would work it. Jesus, help us to praise you in advance, to pave the life of our, the road of our life with praise, to pave the road of our life with worship, to pave the road of our life with thanksgiving so that Judah goes first, the praise goes first, and the breakthrough is waiting. One breakthrough to another breakthrough. The Bible says we move from glory to glory. The Bible says we move from faith to faith. The Bible says we move from strength to strength. Let me just put it in another way today. We go from breakthrough to breakthrough. That should be our walk. That should be our lifestyle, breakthrough to breakthrough. Come on now. That doesn't mean there's not a trial in between, but we can walk with the breakthrough mindset even in the midst of the trial. We can walk with the breakthrough attitude even in the midst of the tribulation. We can walk with the breakthrough attitude even during the worst possible pain you can imagine. We can still focus on what eye has not seen. We can still focus ourselves on what ears have not heard. We can still focus ourselves on the yes and amen promises of God. We can still stand in faith in the midst of the trauma. We can do it because Emmanuel says we can do it. We can do it because God is with us. We can do it because there's already a way made for us by our praise. Come on. Jesus. So we praise you this morning. Can we praise him? So we praise him this morning. Can we get about our father's business? Can we praise him this morning? Jesus, we give you praise. We honor you. We adore you. We magnify you. God, we want to get into your cycles. We want to get into your cycles, God. We want to get into your timing, into your cycles. 
because your cycles take us higher and higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. Your circles take us higher. Your circles take us into blessing. Your circles take us into triumph. Your circles take us your cycles and your circles. They don't go nowhere. They go higher. They go higher. They keep going higher. They keep going higher. Breakthrough to breakthrough to breakthrough. I wish I could get you to understand this today. Breakthrough to breakthrough to breakthrough to breakthrough. Breakthrough, that's how I want to live. Is that how you want to live? Breakthrough to breakthrough to breakthrough to breakthrough. One breakthrough after another. I prophesy a sudden good break. Some of you are resisting these words, not because you, not because you want to. It's just your mind can't receive them. Some of you have walked through cycles of hell, cycles of torment, cycles of pain cycles of loss i see it so clearly you're wanting to say hallelujah right now but you're hesitant your mind won't com completely connect with what your heart is speaking your heart is singing but your mind is saying i'm afraid to believe again your heart is dancing your heart is leaping but your mind is like i don't want to be disappointed again your mind is resisting some of your minds are resisting what your hearts believe so we come against the resistance to the word of god we come against the resistance to the word of God. We come against the resistance to the word of God in our minds. We come against the resistance to the word of God in our emotions. We come against the resistance to the word of God in our imaginations. We come against the resistance to the word of God in our reasonings. God, would you help us to stop reasoning our way out of the prophetic words you've spoken over our lives? Help us to stop reasoning our way out of the yes and amen promises of the word of God. Help us to stop reasoning our way out of our breakthrough. Help us, Lord. Over and over again in scripture, the Lord says, let it be unto you according to your faith. He told the woman who kissed his feet and cried on his feet and wiped his feet with tears. He said, your faith has saved you. He told the woman with the issue of blood, your faith has healed you. Faith does so many things. So God, help us today to have a faith response to your presence, to have a faith response to your promise, to have a faith response to your providence, to have a faith response to you, everything that you represent. Help us to believe again where doubt has infiltrated our minds. Help us to believe again. Help us, Lord, to, to, to cause our heart to rise up above our minds. To be led by your spirit instead of our soul. To see things through the eyes of love instead of the eyes of fear. We want to step into your cycles, God. 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 We, we're, we're tired. We're, we're weary of these demonic cycles. We're tired. We're weary of these fleshly cycles. Come on. We want to step into the rhythm of God, the cycle of God, the presence of God. So help us today, God. Now let's break some of these cycles. Are you ready? We broke through the resistance. We broke through the, the fear that some of the, you hold in your hearts. We broke through the, the weights. We've seen some things. Now it's time to break the, the, the cycle. Are you ready to break the cycle? I'm asking you a question. Are you ready to break the cycle? Are you really ready to break the cycle? To break the cycles that have kept you down when God's trying to lift you up. The cycles that have kept you under when God's trying to bring you over. 
the cycles that have kept you oppressed when God is trying to bring you into a life of overflow? Are you ready to break those cycles? You don't even have to be able to articulate all of what they are. Some of you know what they are. Some of you, you're in a cycle of overeating. Some of you, you're in a cycle of watching TV four hours a night. Some of you, you're in a cycle of fear. Some of you, you're in a cycle of you go to church once a month and expect God to bless you. Some of you, you're in a cycle of drought because you didn't sow a seed when God told you to. Uh Uh-oh, can we get real? Do you want to be free? Can we get real? Do you want to be free? Some of you haven't wanted to face the truth. Some of you, you know the truth. But if you'll embrace the truth today, you can step out of those fleshly cycles, those demonic cycles, those cycles of lack, the cycles of health or or disease, rather. You can step into God's rhythm. So, Father, we repent for anything that we've done to get ourselves in a rut, to get ourselves in that fleshly cycle called a rut, where we just treat life as a mundane activity. Every day, looking for just a little pleasure, looking for a little way of escape from the stress of life, turning to outside relievers instead of turning to you, instead of finding our pleasure in you. I'll tell you the truth. That's one of the biggest open doors to getting into these fleshly and demonic cycles. It's the insistence upon looking for escapes and pleasures and entertainment outside of the word of God, the presence of God and the will of God. There's nothing wrong with going to a basketball game. That's not what I'm saying. It's when we put all these other things and find so much pleasure in all these other things, these worldly things, but we don't find that same pleasure, or I should say we don't find greater pleasure and we don't take the time to to search out the things of God, which truly fulfill us. So, Father, today we repent for any way in which we have allowed these fleshly demonic cycles to prevail in our life. When you're calling us higher, when you're calling us deeper, when you're calling us to a place in you where every promise manifests in due time. And I break the power. We break the power. So you need to speak this out of your mouth, okay? I break the power of every fleshly cycle in my life in Jesus' name. And I decree that my spirit is stronger than my flesh. My spirit is willing. My flesh is weak. My spirit is strong. My flesh is crucified. I hereby break every fleshly cycle that has tried to overtake my life, that has steered me off the best path the narrow path, the divine path to destiny. I break these cycles now in Jesus' name, and I take authority over every demonic cycle in the name of Jesus. I take authority over every demonic cycle of fear, every demonic cycle of unforgiveness, all of these issues that keep springing back up in my face. I take the the authority over the power of the enemy to keep me stuck in a rut. Come on, you say these words. I'm not praying for myself. I'm demonstrating for you. Well, I'm praying for all of us. But you've got to say these words. 
You've got to say these words. You've got to learn to say these words. You've got to learn to rise up because I won't always be there to hold your hand and walk you through. So we take authority over these demonic cycles in the name of Jesus. We come against them by the blood of the lamb. And we say, no, Moss Devil, we will resist fear. We will resist unforgiveness. We will resist the temptation to feel rejected or unloved. We will resist the temptation to feel some way that you've not told us to feel. But we choose to submit our emotions to you, to submit our reasonings to you, our intellect to you. We submit everything we have and everything we are to you because you are our only good. It's you. It's always been you, Jesus. It's always been you. It's always been you. It's all about you. It's always been you. It's always been you. It will always be you. You are our only good. You are the one who saved us so that we could live a life of abundance, a life of overflow, not a life of barely enough, a miserable life, a sad life, a grieving life, a life of strife. So we break these cycles of strife in our relationships. We break these cycles of lack in our, our, our finances. We break these cycles of disease in our health. We break these cycles of deception in our mind. We take authority over these cycles and we say we're stepping now into the God cycle. We're stepping now into the cycles of God, into the rhythm of God, which take us higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. And we thank you, Lord, for the privilege of walking with you day by day, 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 day by day. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I want to pray through one more thing with you here. It's in Psalm 37, 18 and 19. And the Bible says, listen, day by day, the Lord takes care of the innocent. And they will receive an inheritance that lasts forever. They will not be disgraced in hard times. Even in famine, they will have more than enough. Did you catch that? Even in famine, they will have more than enough. Are you letting that sink in? Even in famine, they will have more than enough. What does that mean? It means they'll overflow in the famine. That's you. You are the innocent. You are the righteous. You are in Christ's kingdom. And this is his promise to you that even in famine, you're going to overflow. Come on. Do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? You would begin to dance and shout. The NIV says in times of disaster, they will not wither. Come on, is that you? Are you God's righteous? Are you the righteousness of God in Jesus Christ? Then you have to understand this concept because disaster times come. Disaster times come to everybody's life. Times of disasters come in the world. But the Bible says in times of disaster, they will not wither. In days of famine, they will enjoy plenty. Come on, you're not gonna be a pauper. You're gonna enjoy plenty. You're not gonna be in poverty. You're going to have plenty. The New Living Translation says they will not be disgraced in hard times. Everybody deals with hard times. Everybody goes through hard spots, tough areas of life, trials and tribulations. But the Lord says you will not be disgraced in the hard times. Even in famine, you will have more than enough. You don't have to live on barely getting by street. You don't have to live in lack. You don't have to live in poverty. You will prosper in the pandemic. Come on. 
The ESV says they're not put to shame in evil times. Whatever the devil tries to bring to you, you will not be ashamed because those who put their hope in the Lord will never be put to shame. Come on. In the days of famine, the Bible says you will have abundance. Come on. Abundance. Overflow. I decree you will overflow in the famine. Come on. It's the truth. This is the promise of God. I wish you would grab a hold of it. I wish you would wield this truth as a sword. I wish you would use this scripture as a battle axe. Psalm 37, 19 says, in the days of famine, they will have abundance. Come on. In the days of famine, they will be satisfied. In the days of famine, they will not be hungry. Oh, Jesus. Even when food is scarce, the Bible says, you will have plenty. Whatever it is that you're lacking, it is not the will of God for you to lack. Whatever it is that you are missing, it is not the will of God for you to go without. It is not the will of God for you to be in a drought. It is not the will of God for you to have a scarcity or a lack. It is not the will of God for you to have a dearth, for you to be in destitution. It is not the will of God for you to be insufficient because you serve an all-sufficient God and he has everything you need. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills and he owns the hill that the cattle are on. Come on. He is the, he is the owner of the silver and he is the owner of the gold. You are not to live in famine, not in spiritual famine, not in natural famine. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. I wish I could get somebody to agree with me today. I just wish I could get three people to agree with me today. He is good. I decree you overflow in the famine. I decree you overflow in the famine. I decree you overflow in the famine. Some of you have had relationship famines where you don't have any friends you, and you're lonely. You want friends. You have uh, more than enough time on your hands to cultivate relationships. If you don't have any relationships, you're in a relational famine. But the Lord says it's his will for you to overflow in the famine. So shift your mindset. Stop being sorry for yourself. Oh, Jesus. And pursue friends. The Bible says, if you want to be a friend, you have to show, if you want friends, you have to show yourself friendly. Some of you are in a famine in your relationships. God's will is not for you to be in a drought. You got to go look back and say, Lord, did I miss your instruction to sow a seed? Did I miss your instruction? Did I sow into a false prophet? Did I put the seed in the wrong ground? Why am I in drought? He will show you. He will correct you. He will lift you up and put you in a cycle of abundance. That is his will. He's not called you to walk in poverty. He's not called you to walk in lack, beloved. If you don't have enough, that is not his will. It either means you're doing something wrong or the devil's doing something wrong. But when you catch the devil, when you catch the thief, he's got to repay seven times. So get with God Examine your heart. Ask him why there's lack. Do you need to make a change or do you need to take authority? It's not a hard thing to fix, beloved. It's not as hard as you think. Some of you are, relate, are, in, are in famines in your career. You've not been promoted in a long time. You've not had a pay raise that was significant in a long time. You've not advanced in your career in a long time. God does not want you to stay stagnant in your career. He wants you to prosper in everything you put your hand to. That is the word of God. That is the promise of God. I decree you have an overflow in the famine. You need to begin to decree that over yourself. I have an overflow in the famine. It might look like a famine around and about me right now. It might look like there's lack in my life right now. There may be lack in my life right now, but I'm going to begin to overflow because I'm turning on the spigot by faith. I'm turning on the spigot of God's promises. I'm going to stand on the word. I'm going to decree the word. I'm going to confess the word. I'm going to prophesy 
overflow into my life. Come on now. I love the message version. The message version says, God keeps track of the decent folk. Come on, are you decent folk? <laughs> are you decent folk? Are you decent folk? You're decent folk. You're in Christ. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That makes you part of the covenant. The Bible says God keeps track of the decent folk. What they do won't soon be forgotten. Listen, in hard times, they'll hold their heads high. And when their shelves are bare, they'll be full. Some of you need to hold your head up again. Some of you have been looking down and you need to look up. Some of you have been looking at all around you and you need to look up. Some of you have been looking at what the devil do and you need to look up. Some of you have been looking at what people do and you need to look up. Some of you have been looking behind you at your past mistakes and you need to look up. God is saying today, look up. That is where your redemption is. That is where your provision is. That is where your breakthrough is. It's up. It's not behind you. It's up. It's not in somebody else. It's up. Come on. It's in Christ alone. Don't worry about who didn't do something for you. Don't worry about who didn't hire you. Don't worry about who wouldn't loan you that money. Don't worry about who wouldn't do something that you thought you needed in order to get the breakthrough that you wanted. Look up, look up, look up, look up, look up. That is where everything is. It's up. God's got your back. God's got your back. God's got your back. I decree you're overflowing in the famine. I decree that famine has to dry up. I decree famine to the famine. <laughs> I decree a drought on the famine. I said that famine's got to dry up. Metaphorically, it's got to dry up. God, we thank you today that you've shifted our minds, that you've shifted our way of thinking, that you've shifted our attitudes, that you've shifted some things that needed to be shifted. We're going to look up. We're going to stop looking at people to, for the solutions. Even though we know sometimes you send people to be part of the solution. We know that everything is between us and you, between us and you, between us and you, between us and you. And we thank you, God. We give you praise and honor and glory. We magnify your name because you're worthy to be praised. We submit ourselves to you and we say, God, we're going to step into your cycle. No matter what we have to change. No matter the way we need to stop thinking this way and start thinking that way, we're going to shift our cycle. We're going to get the divine destiny instead of the demonic derailment because that is your will for us and you will help us to do it. So we give you praise. We thank you that you're helping us in Jesus name. Amen. And amen. Come on. Isn't God good? I need a hundred people to shout out. God is good. I need a hundred people to shout out. God is good. He is good. He's good. He's good. He's good. He's good. Some of you just need to try some new things. I'll tell you the truth. I try new things all the time. Some of you just need to try some new, some new things. Do the same way, the same time, all the time. Some of you just need to shake it up. Just need to shake it up. Just shake it up. Just shake it up. Some of you just need to shake it up. Come on. God is good. Have a great day, guys. Love you. See you on the other side. Have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, 
and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible. 